Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm coming off the plane and they hand me, look at this character, okay, they just hand me this story. Coup has started, whistleblower's attorney said in 2017, you know when that was? That was a long time ago. It's all a hoax. They say January 2017, a coup has started and the impeachment will follow ultimately. It's all a, it's all a hoax. It's a scam. And you know who helps them? These people right back here, the media. Well, you know something? There's a time for all good men to be heard. And we're going to talk about sedition today. And I'm going to ask you, should the whistleblowers' lawyers, both CIA agents, by the way, you know, it's very interesting to me. Three weeks ago, I researched the Zaid character and the other whistleblower lawyer, Bakaj, and it was clearly stated they were both CIA agents who went to law school. Now, if you go on Wikipedia, the reference to their being CIA agents has been dropped, just to show you how cozy the media is with the deep state. Did you hear what I just said? These are CIA agents who became lawyers to bring down the president. And I'm going to ask you a question today, and I'm going to present it as though you are the jury and I am the lawyer. Should the whistleblower's lawyers both be locked up for sedition? Now, before you draw an opinion, some of you will knee-jerk say yes, some will knee-jerk say no. I'm going to present some evidence to you about Mark Zaid and Andrew Bakaj and what they have done in this nation. And I don't think I have to go any further than to quote one of the lawyers himself. Zaid, who's a very, very interesting character because he's a big fan of comic books. I guess he got sucked into the comic books he grew up on and thinks he's a superhero. The whistleblower's lawyer, Zaid, has said, yes, I'm going to double down. I was referring to a coup against President Trump. I was referring to a coup against President Trump when he tweeted conspicuously in January 2017, quote, a coup has started and impeachment will follow ultimately. Then in July of 2017, this CIA lawyer, Zaid, said, quote, I predict at CNN will play a key role in at a at real Donald Trump not finishing out his full term as president. Also that month, this lawyer, CIA agent Zaid, said in a tweet, quote, we will get rid of him. And this country is strong enough to survive even him and his supporters, unquote. Do you have any idea that this is seditious? Do you have any idea there are laws on the books about bringing down a sitting American president through sedition? Now you say, well, that would be a terrible thing to do. Well, it might be. But living with such people might be worse. Now, there's a hero of the left, a darling of Obama, a darling of the liberal establishment named Abraham Lincoln. I try to tell you that Abraham Lincoln was no doll. I try to tell you that Abraham Lincoln was a, di a dictator and a very dangerous dictator. In the book, Stop the Coming Civil War and Stop Mass Hysteria, I did my research, but many of you said, I don't want to hear it. It's not true. Lincoln was a hero. Well, let me tell you what your hero Lincoln did, because I tweeted it this morning, and I'll read it to you. We go back again to whistleblower attorney Mark Zaid in 2017, admitting he's conducting a coup admitting he's working in a conspiracy to bring down an elected president. And he tweets and he says, quote, coup has started, we will get rid of him. He admits he did that. Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Lincoln did many things, including charging the Maryland state legislature itself with sedition. And he locked them all up to keep Maryland from seceding from the Union. Obama never taught you that, did he? You want me to go on? Lincoln, the great liberal hero, arrested then Chief Justice Taney. Chief Justice of the Supreme Court was arrested by Lincoln, the president. Lincoln, the president, also arrested Major General Burnside. Lincoln also shut down newspapers and telegraph lines. Question, is it time for Trump to arrest the lawyers for the fake Whistler and the head of CNN, who was the greatest propagandist against this nation in the history of the American nation? Do you know who that is? Do you know his name? Does anyone know his name? That fat slob who runs CNN? 
do you know that if you go outside of America to any airport, it's, it's only CNN? And do you know what the image of America is because of that fat slob, that communist bastard? You know what his name is? Does anyone know his name? Look up his name, the vermin who runs CNN. It is time for Trump to consider closing down CNN and arresting the head of CNN for committing sedition. This is not truth anymore. When it's around-the-clock, 24-hour propaganda with a big lie over and over and over again, there's only one way to stop it. And I'm going to argue today that by violating the rights of the American people in a duly constituted election for a president of the United States, both the lawyers for the Whistlers and those in the media involved in this conspiracy, in this coup, need to be arrested by the president under sedition acts, acts of sedition. Now, what did I use here? What word did I use? The word is sedition. What is sedition? Well, you have to study sedition. I didn't say anything else. There's a big word here, sedition. Uh, U.S. Congress passed the Sedition Act of 1918. You could look it up yourself. Seditious conspiracy and federal law. You could look it up yourself. And one of the issues in seditious conspiracy and federal law, Jeff Zucker, Jeff Zucker, you sweating pig, you. Jeff Zucker, you fat slob, you, what you've done to this country. I don't think this country will ever recover from what this vermin from New York City did, this loser. This Jeff Zucker who was rejected by girls all through high school and college. A man who was hated by women. You could see it looking at him. He looks like Harvey Weinstein. Only he has the power of the media. And he spends his every day hating Donald Trump with lies, committing sedition, in my estimation, with lies, poisoning people around the world about America and about you and I who voted for Donald Trump, making us into fascists when we are the furthest thing from, furthest thing from fascists. What is a seditious conspiracy? Are you ready for it? Title 18 of the U.S. Code, which includes treason, rebellion, and similar offenses, Specifically, 18 U.S.C., paragraph 2384, according to the statutory definition of sedition, it is a crime for two or more people within the jurisdiction of the United States to conspire to overthrow or destroy by force the government of the United States or to level war against them, to oppose by force the authority of the United States government, to prevent, hinder, or delay by force the execution of any law of the United States, does that ring a bell? Or, quote, to take, seize, or possess by force any property of the United States contrary to the authority thereof. Now, if I were an attorney, I could argue that Jeff Zucker has committed seditious conspiracy because he has conspired to overthrow or destroy by force, that is the force of the media, which has more power than an army today, the government of the United States. He is leveling a war against the government of the United States on a daily basis through the propagandist arm of his networks called CNN. Now, I can tell you right now that if we got some good lawyers, we could prove that the defendants who are the whistleblower's lawyers, the head of CNN and all the others that were in this conspiracy to commit this coup, conspired to overthrow this government. And Lincoln, the great liberal hero, will be our model in this case today. Uh, before the American people. Lincoln violated many civil liberties in order to pursue the Civil War. He violated many rights. Did you know that Lincoln, your hero, seized the telegraph lines and issued an order prohibiting the printing of war news about military movements without approval? You say, what does it have to do with today? Try to figure it out. All journalistic dispatches, U.S. mail and telegraphs, were routinely censored as part of Lincoln's administration's war efforts. People were arrested for wearing Confederate buttons and for singing Confederate songs. Government officials on the Lincoln shut down the Chicago Times for excessively criticizing the Lincoln administration. Can you believe this? Government officials on the Lincoln shut down the Chicago Times newspaper because they criticized the Lincoln administration. On the Lincoln, editors were arrested, papers were closed, Correspondents were banned from the fields of battle. A military governor with the approval of the Secretary of War, Stanton, destroyed the office of the Sunday Chronicle, a Washington, D.C. newspaper. During Lincoln's administration, a man named Clement L. Valangdegum, a prominent Democratic member of Congress from Ohio, was arrested 
for making an anti-war political speech in his home state. After his conviction by a military tribunal, Volandigam was sentenced to prison. I am telling you right now, we are in a civil war. I wrote a book years ago called Stop the Coming Civil War. Everything that I just told you can be found in two of my books, Stop Mass Hysteria and Stop the Coming Civil War. Since before the days of Abraham Lincoln, New York City was the center of media, I wrote, in Stop the Coming Civil War in 2013. In Lincoln's day, newspapers were the main form of professional news delivery. And then I said, and like the president and the swooning press of today, meaning Obama, Lincoln had the editors of the big papers of New York in his watch pocket. In no small measure, those editors and the newspapers they worked for catapulted Lincoln onto the national stage and were perhaps the primary reason Lincoln was elected president the first time. Substitute the word Obama for Lincoln. Among the things Lincoln found it necessary to do early in the Civil War was to have the telegraph wires rerouted through the offices of his Secretary of War, Edwin M. Stanton. Lincoln knew which stories he felt needed to be withheld from publication. Stanton was also in charge of what amounts to Lincoln's secret police. You didn't know any of this, right? You thought Lincoln was this benign manic depressive. During the Civil War, this covert squad run by Lincoln arrested dozens of reporters. Pay careful attention, all you wild, crazy liberal reporters who think you're going to get away with this forever. You know what? You declared war on me. You declared war on everyone who voted for Trump. You declared war on millions of veterans who are armed to the teeth, and we've had enough of you. We want you arrested. Do you know that? You don't want to hear this? During the Civil War, your, your liberal hero, Lincoln, had a covert squad of secret police who arrested dozens of reporters and editors who weren't faithful to Lincoln's message. Shall I go on? I will go on today, reading both from Stop the Coming Civil War and Stop Mass Hysteria. But the main question for you today was tweeted this morning on at, what is my tweet mesh? I don't even know what my tweet handle is. At a savage nation, at a savage nation. I don't even know what my tweet handle is. Are you ready for it? Lincoln, the great liberal hero, arrested then Chief Justice Taney, arrested Major General Burnside, shut down newspapers and telegraph lines, and arrested reporters. Is it time for Trump to arrest lawyers for fake Whistler? You be the judge. You be the judge. Because this lawyer, who was a CIA agent, Zaid, it's very interesting, again, if you do a Wikipedia on Zaid, you will no longer see, see any reference to him being in the CIA. It was in there three weeks ago. That's to show you the neat connection between Wikipedia and the Democrat establishment. Zaid, the lawyer, the other lead counsel on this case against Trump, protecting the fake whistleblower, is a guy named Bakaj, and they call him a former intelligence officer. Notice they leave out the word CIA all of a sudden. All of a sudden, NBC News leaves, leaves out a former CIA officer. Are you listening to me? Well, so you have two former CIA agents who go to law school, come out, become litigators, and are now trying to overturn an election. So I ask you today, you the American people, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on or if you're in the middle, should the whistleblower's two lawyers be locked up for sedition? That's number one, but there's more to it than that. There's much more than the lawyers being locked up for sedition. I want to know about the journalists, the liars, the people who run CNN and other networks who spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week, lying about the president and lying about we the people who elected him calling us fascists. Enough is enough. They're violating our rights as Americans. They're vilifying us and putting us in danger. Is it time for us to declare that our civil liberties have been attacked by these two lawyers and by CNN and MSNBC and other so-called journalists and have President Trump seek to have them arrested? Now, you say you're going way overboard now, Savage. We're not ready for that. They haven't really done anything. Yes, they have. They have put our lives in danger. And it's time for the president to be much tougher. You heard me, not weaker, tougher. I am declaring today 
that we must encourage President Trump to arrest both of these lawyers for sedition and then go after Jeff Zucker for sedition and make CNN go dark around the world. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. America now knows that there is a secret group, a cabal, that's planning, that has been planning a coup against Trump from the day he was elected. Two of them are former members of the CIA who became lawyers. The left used to distrust the CIA. Now they love the CIA, but that's not, not, not unusual to me. So this character, Zaid, gets caught doing this when they dig up his early tweets where he says that a coup has started. This is in January 2017. A coup has started and that, quote, impeachment will follow ultimately. And then in July of 2017, this lawyer for the so-called fake whistleblower says, quote, I predict that CNN will play a key role in Donald Trump not finishing out his full term as president. We will get rid of him. We will get rid of him, he said. Now, that is a conspiracy. That is a conspiracy between Zaid and Jeff Zucker of CNN, in my estimation. And I don't know who else. Many others. Many others. And the president has the power to arrest them under sedition charges, by the way. That's why a seditious clause was put in to the criminal code precisely for this. And so today, the Zaid, the CIA lawyer for the quite whistleblower, says that, yes, I did it. Yes, of course I did this. And he has the nerve to say that millions of, millions of people are reflected in my opinion. Listen to this. He says, those tweets were reflective and repeated the sentiments of millions of people. That's an excuse? Hey, Zaid, you as a lawyer know that millions of people would like to rob. Millions of people would like to rape. Millions of people would like to cheat on their taxes. Millions of people would like to do a lot of illegal things, Zaid, but they don't do them. But those who do do them, and when they're caught, Zaid, are prosecuted to the full extent of the law. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. So we elected a businessman. We elected an outsider. We elected a non-politician. We elected a non-lawyer. A non-lawyer. Imagine that, a president who's not a lawyer. Someone who learns how to twist words to destroy people. We elect a roguish businessman to the presidency, and the world falls in on him. One of the low points for me was watching what the vermin did to his wife the other day in Boston. She goes to a children's ward, a children's hospital, and these low-life, filthy, dirty, degenerate workers in there, nurses, doctors, they attack her for locking children up in cages with the big lie again was Obama who put the uh, illegal alien children in cages for their own safety. And they keep up the big lies so the world thinks we're a fascist nation. She's the finest first lady this nation has ever had. Not just the most beautiful, but the most literate and the best. And these low-life losers, jealous of her, so filled with hate, so superior in their own mind, attack the first lady. So let's look at the crime they say he committed. Here's what I tweeted. And I wrote this, so a president tells a nation requesting foreign aid to investigate a crime committed by a U.S. politician's son. That's a crime? To investigate a crime? Not in my book. A president tells a nation requesting foreign aid from us, I want you to investigate a crime committed by a U.S. politician's son. That's a crime? To investigate a crime? While the media now is forgetting the actual crime, which is Hunter Biden's crime? Oh, no, no, we're not that stupid. But you know who thinks we're that stupid? Jeff Zucker, the fat pig, the fat slobber on CNN, the one that women hated, the boy who was rejected by every girl he tried to take to a prom. And he's trying to get even with the world for his smallness of soul by trying to bring down a man he's always been jealous of, Donald Trump. He always was jealous of Trump. Trump was the tall, good-looking white guy who always had beautiful women and better shoes and better cars, and better houses. Zucker was the schlep, the loser from Brooklyn. So now Zucker is a big man, big man, big man. He runs CNN, he has all of the puppets working for him. And if you go to airports around the world, the lies of this fat slob from Brooklyn are promulgated upon the world. Now, to me, that's a crime. 
Denigrating America around the clock is a crime, Zucker. No, there's a limit to freedom of speech. I know what they are. I know the limits. Uh, believe me, I know the limits, Zucker, but you've never seen your limits tested, have you? Because you're bigger than everybody. So now we have the two CIA operatives who become lawyers, handpicked by Schiff, no doubt. In fact, it's turned out that Schiff picked them, handpicked them both. And this guy, Zaid, Mark Zaid, got, gets caught saying that he's going to commit a coup. He says the coup has started. They found an old tweet. Beautiful thing about Twitter is that they last forever. Everything I write will be on there forever in the archives. Well, it's the same is true for the enemies of the people. And he got caught yesterday. And Zaid, the lawyer for the fake whistler, says, oh, yeah, yeah, I did it. But he says those tweets were reflective and repeated the sentiments of millions of people. Now, he's a lawyer. He knows there are millions of people who would like to rob, rape, cheat, and steal, but they don't do it. And if you do rob, rape, cheat, or steal, and you get caught, you get prosecuted to the full extent of the law, and you're tried. And if you are found guilty, you are punished according to the law. Mr. Zaid, you know that. I learned it when I was a teenager. I got my first driver's license, Zaid. I grew up in Queens as well, Zaid. And I remember we went to court. A friend of mine made a left turn, and he didn't signal or something. I was playing lawyer for my friend, believe it or not. And I whispered to him before the trial. I said, tell the lawyer. I was 18. I don't know how old. I said, tell the, the judge, rather, that you didn't know it was illegal to turn left without signaling. You didn't know. So he says it to the judge very quietly. He was scared. The judge slams the gavel down, says, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Guilty. Fine is $50. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. So Zaid is not even saying he's ignorant of the law. Zaid now escalates it, as liberals will always do. They always raise the stakes. If you've known a liberal and you get in their face and you catch them, they raise the stakes on you. They always lie more and they get louder. And so he raises the stakes again, Zaid, and says, yes, I did that. He says, I said a coup is taking place. But it repeated the sentiments of millions of people. Well, Zaid, you're an officer of the courts. You're an officer of the law. You know that it's illegal to conspire to overturn a presidency illegally and with fa and man manufactured stories here. Now, Trump has the power to have Zaid arrested. By the way, Trump has the power to have the other lawyer for the whistleblower arrested. Trump has the power to do a lot of things that he's not doing. Do you know why? Because they've got him bulldozed. They pushed him into a corner because one thing about liberals, I knew them since grade school. They were usually cowardly. Almost every last one of them was a coward. And they ran in packs like little wolves. And what they did was is they always raised the stakes when they cornered you, usually with a pack of wolverines around them. And if you try to reason with them, they would shout you down. They'd raise their voice and try to shout you down, and then their friends in the wolverine pack would agree with them. That's exactly what is going on here. Now, personally, I don't know how Trump is taking this. I couldn't do it. I don't know how he and his family take this, this sea of lies, this hatred, this around-the-clock attempt to destroy them. I don't know how he does it. He must have superhuman qualities that I'm not aware of. I could make some jokes now. Yesterday was a fun day on the Savage Nation. It wasn't really fun. I asked about mean moms, and we had calls that you can't believe. But this is not about mean moms. This is about the sedition of CNN, the sedition of lawyers for the fake whistleblower, the sedition of Adam Schiff, and never forget the chief cockroach herself, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi is the chief bloated cockroach in this entire puzzle. She is the godmother of this impeachment. Never forget it. She is the bloated cockroach of impeachment. The bloated cockroach of impeachment who is filled with the blood of innocence. Nancy Pelosi. But I am only a talk show host. I am not a prosecutor. I'm not a U.S. attorney. I'm not a congressman. I'm not a senator. I don't sit on any committees. All I have on my side is reason and the facts and the ability to express the facts in a reasonable way. That's all I can present to you. The American people ulti ultimately have to decide what is right and what is wrong here. If you want to go all the way back to what the crime is they're accusing Trump of, it's very simple. 
Let's start with the crime that they're trying to make a mountain out of a molehill of. The bloated cockroach Pelosi decided that they were going to impeach Trump to do because he was doing what? He told the Schmendrick in Ukraine, the comedian, you want foreign aid, $400 million in military aid? Fine. I want you to investigate a crime committed by a U.S. politician's son named Hunter Biden. Now, why is it a crime to investigate a crime? First of all, we're already ignoring the fact that Hunter Biden did commit a crime. Joe Biden committed a crime by having them fire a prosecutor who was going to look into this. That's the crime. But again, going back to my grade school analogy, what do liberals do? They raise the stakes. They know that the best defense is a good offense. So what do they do? They start to scream louder than you. The Wolverines circle you, and then they say you're the guilty one in order to cover their tracks, in order to cover up the fundamental crime of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, they say Trump is actually guilty for trying to have Ukraine look into that crime. That's the actual truth here, what I just told you. That's the core of it. That is the uranium. That's the U-230, U-238 that I just gave you. I just gave you the uranium. I gave, I gave you the radioactive core of this entire insanity. The radioactive core is that the president said to the president of Ukraine, you want $400 million in military aid, okay, but we want you to look into a crime that was committed by Joe Biden's son and maybe by Joe Biden himself in uh, the Burisma scandal. We want you to look into it because they tried to fire the prosecutor in Ukraine who was looking into it. It looked like a crime to me. See, the thing the press would say, let's look into that, but they're not. What are they doing, the Wolverines in the press who should be arrested for sedition? Every last one of them. What are they doing? They're, they're looking away from the actual crime of Biden, or Biden's son, whichever way you want to look at it, and they're saying Trump is the guilty one for having Ukraine look into this crime. Then they get whistleblowers. Who are the whistleblowers? No one knows. No one's seen them. And when we do see them, what does it mean? What are they? They're third, fourth generation liars. They don't really know what they're talking about. They're stooges. And then we see two CIA agents who became lawyers who uh, conspired to commit a coup against the president, and uh, nothing happens. And so we have this soundbite to play for you of this individual named Zaid, Mark Zaid. You're not going to believe what you're about to hear. There is a coup here. He admitted he has conspired with a group of people to commit a coup to overturn a presidency, to arrest, the, to throw a president out of office. Here is Mark Said himself in clip six. It, resistance to Trump is not a resistance to a, a partisan idea. And that's what I find fascinating that people don't seem to, to understand out in the heartland, that they, they're so narrow. People are just too narrow minded to, to think this? that, well, if you say something negative, negative against the president, regardless of who the president is, that must mean you're on the other side politically or ideologically no no it doesn't not at not at all who do you think you're fooling mark your voice sounds so hollow you sound like a 10th rate night school lawyer to me he gave that on a podcast he's called you narrow-minded 60 over 60 million people are narrow-minded because we can see through the coup and he calls himself a part of the resistance you could be part of the resistance but if you conspire to overturn an election in a coup, you're committing sedition. You can do whatever you want, but it's a crime. So listen to, to clip seven now, the same character. So at least as a lawyer, I, can, I do do something about it. I, I hold the administration to task. Uh, oh, I am not man. a Trump fan. I mean, I could, you know, I go out of my way on Twitter to say, you know, hashtag resistance. It's not a resistance against the GOP or Republican. Oh, no. I don't think he is a Republican, quite frankly. No, see how he's obfuscating? See how clever he is as a lawyer? It's not even against you, the voter, even though he just called you a narrow-minded idiot. It's not against the GOP Republicans, even though it is. No, no, it's only against Donald Trump. And he's actually a hero who should get a Nobel Prize. In clip six, in clip eight now, this lawyer, the CIA lawyer, Mark Zaid, who admits he was involved in a conspiracy to commit a coup, goes on in number eight. The bottom line is I'm here to hold this president accountable, whether it's through whistleblowers, through FOIA, whatever it might be. And I will continue to do that in every day that he is in office. 
That is your right, Mr. Zaid. But the president has more power than you do, and he has the right to arrest those who are secretly involved in a coup to take him out of office with lies and creating false narratives and creating false witnesses and creating false crimes, Mr. Zaid. It's only a matter of whether Trump has the gumption to arrest you for sedition. And while he's at it, to make sure that uh, Jeff Zucker is arrested for sedition and that CNN is made to go dark around the world so that people around the world do not look upon this nation so unfavorably anymore. If you turn on CNN, you think it's a nation of fascists and fascism. And yet millions and millions and millions of people from the most destitute places on earth killed to get here. Why did they kill to get here and come over the border, Jeff? Why? Because it's the greatest nation on earth. And they know the minute they get over the border, the horn of plenty awaits them. The horn of plenty, so the hardworking Americans have to give them everything on earth for nothing. So you walk around San Francisco, you don't see a native person anymore during the day. You don't hear English spoken in the streets of San Francisco. You may as well be living in Chiapas, Mexico. You know, I don't have anything against Chiapas, Mexico, but I kind of like America better. I never wanted to live in Chiapas, Mexico, did you? Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Here is Juliana from Austin, Texas, raving about her amazing transformation thanks to Genucel. She raves about how the cream made her jaw and neck and body parts look great, and she recommends it for you. And it's your turn to see results, guaranteed and best of all, it's risk-free. Chamonix is clearing out their inventory before the holiday season. You order Genucel jawline treatment with MDL technology packed with natural peptides that target the annoying, ugly turkey neck, and you get the classic Genucel for bags and puffiness absolutely free. And for results in 12 hours, the Genucel immediate effects is also free. It's a once-in-a-year offer. It's backed by their 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. So call 800-SKIN-891 or go to www.genucel.com. Order now for a surprise luxury gift with your order. 800-SKIN-891, 800-SKIN-891 or Genucel.com. That's Genucel.com or 800-SKIN-891. This is not a sad time in America. This is a turning point in American history. There is blatant sedition, proven beyond a reasonable doubt, some would call it treason, openly being committed by former CIA agents who went to law school who are now admitting because they got outed that they did conspire to bring down the presidency with lies, that they did work with Adam Schiff and possibly the bloated cockroach Pelosi with the false narrative of impeachment. And I say to you that we should use President Lincoln's acts as a model for what Trump must do. And that is arrest all of those involved in this conspiracy for sedition. They're admitting that they're in a, in a conspiracy. They're admitting, admitting, openly admitting that the lawyer for the supposed whistleblower tweeted out a, about a coup he was involved in and that the president would not serve out his first term in office. The tweets go back to 2017. And now this very same lawyer is representing a so-called whistleblower who the so-called media refuses to name, who gave a second and third-hand account of a phone call that we already have a transcript of. Sentiment to millions of people to commit sedition, but they don't commit it. Many people, Mr. Zaid, would like to rob, rape, cheat, and steal, but they don't do it. But when they do and they get caught, they're prosecuted to the full extent of the law, as we will discuss in the next hour on this program. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning. The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. 
And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Democrats must be accountable for their hoaxes and for their crimes. Now, corrupt politicians, Nancy Pelosi, and shifty Adam Schiff and the crooked media have launched the deranged, delusional, destructive, and hyperpartisan impeachment witch hunt. Now we go again. Last night, we all learned that the CIA plant, who became a lawyer for the supposed Whistler, actually tweeted out about a coup he was involved in, going back to 2017, where he himself, the CIA lawyer, said President Trump would not serve out his first term in office. Now he's representing a person who the media refuses to name, the so-called Whistler, and who's involved with it, Schiff and Pelosi, who should immediately withdraw this impeachment charade at the risk of being arrested by the president. Now, I know you've not heard this. I am telling you that if push comes to shove, Donald Trump should very carefully lay out the background to what he is about to do, not act abruptly, not act in a mercurial fashion, act with some historical precedent, lay the groundwork, let people who know the history lay it out for him, and not just speak with the noise of Air Force One or Marine One behind him. But he needs to talk about about what President Lincoln did in extraordinary times. In extraordinary times to protect the Union, President Lincoln actually arrested officials that were running false newspaper articles. He shut down the Chicago Times for criticizing the Lincoln administration. President Lincoln arrested editors. He closed newspapers. Correspondents were banned from the fields of battle. A military governor, with the approval of the Secretary of War, destroyed the office of the Sunday Chronicle a Washington, D.C. newspaper. And there's much more, by the way, of what Lincoln did, that President Trump should lay out over a five-day period before acting. And when he acts, he should say, because this president has been this precedent of defending the nation against sedition has been established by President Lincoln, I'm hereby having the lawyers for the fake Whistler arrested, along with the president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, and I'm hereby closing down CNN with the power of the government. It will go dark around the world. You say, well, it would cause mayhem. I wouldn't care what it caused. You think there's no mayhem now for the 60-some-odd million of us who've had it up to here with these goddamn bastards? I can't take it anymore! You think I'm alone? I'm exploding, and I have a radio show where I can express myself. What about all the men who served in the military to protect this nation? who see what these slimy vermin are doing to this country, who openly admit that they committed a coup, openly and nakedly say they committed a coup. And then you got that fat, wheezing, sweating slob, Jeff Zucker. If you go to any airport in the world, they make America look like a Nazi nation, a nation of Nazis. If there's no precedent for shutting down a CNN or arresting people who conspired in a coup, You are wrong if you say there's no precedent for it. I don't care whether it's been done recently. It doesn't matter to me. We're living in extraordinary times. I tried to warn America these days would come. I wrote Stop the Coming Civil War. Then I wrote Stop Mass Hysteria. You think that they were just books to buy me a new pair of shoes or a new car? These were my warnings to America when I wrote Stop the Coming Civil War. And how did I end that book? I remember to this day, the year 2013, that I wrote that book. But how did I end the book, not how did I begin the book? I'll read you a paragraph. You judge for yourself whether we're living in these times. The Savage Truth, Stopping the Coming Civil War, The World Liberal Revolution, I wrote. This book is not just about the coming civil war in America. It's also about the conflict that the current administration, that would be the Obama administration, is pushing in the name of a broader worldwide liberal revolution. As I see it, the forces of the left are attempting nothing less than a socialist takeover of the world economy and global politics. 
This world liberal revolution is what the tens of millions of conservative, law-abiding Americans are fighting against, often without even knowing it. We are the equivalent of the anti-communists who fought Stalin. The conservatives in our country, those who still believe in the family, in personal and religious freedom, in the Constitution of the United States, who are standing up to an increasingly overbearing federal government, we are the new resistance. Everything is at stake. Unless the power grab is arrested, we will all become serfs to the new world order. I went on. In the Soviet Union, if a person did not comply with the dictates and politics of the Communist Party, at first they were ignored. That meant that any, any reference to them disappeared from the Soviet newspaper Pravda. And I added this. I, Michael Savage, am the most famous media personality in the history of the San Francisco Bay Area. Starting with a local show 20-some-odd years ago, I became famous for my writings and my radio show, which is now syndicated nationally and carried by more than 200 stations around the United States. Yet in the San Francisco area, I am ignored by the Stalinists who run the media. I am never mentioned by the local newspaper or in the local media. It's as though I don't exist. I'm in the liberal gulag, a gulag in which the only things that are permitted to be talked about are actors, singers, sports figures, degenerates, anti-Americans, occupiers, and Democrats. These are the only heroes the American media will talk about. Those who oppose the individual freedoms championed by Western civilization are considered heroes, while those of us who uphold Western values are looked upon as the enemy. Unless the liberal revolution is stopped and turned back, there will be a civil war in the United States, which is more than likely to be crushed by a leftist government that is already preparing to quell what it anticipates will be massive civil unrest. This was written while Obama was president. But now we move up to Donald Trump. And it comes out just last night that someone uncovered the tweets of the lawyer for the fake whistleblower. And in those tweets, the whistleblower has a lawyer. The lawyer, who is a CIA agent, became a lawyer, uh, wrote in a tweet that a coup has begun and that the president would not serve out his first term in office. Adam Schiff and the fat roach Pelosi nevertheless continued the impeachment charade, despite the fact that this lawyer openly admits a coup is being attempted. This is a mass hysteria beyond what we have ever seen before. And this cannot be taken lightly. Just yesterday, the first lady was visiting a hospital, doing something good for children, and was met by screaming lunatics, doctors, nurses, and others from the hospital, screaming at her about kids in cages. Never mind that those were Obama's cages built in 2014. These insane, irrational, left-wing animals are going after the entire Trump family. This leads to nothing good. Already there are words you cannot say in this nation. You can't wear a red hat. You're being silent if you support the president. This is the type of behavior that led to book burnings in Germany in the 1930s. All these good liberals have the same crazed look in their eyes as the Nazis, although they don't even realize it, but they have become the Nazis that they fear. They have become the fascists that they fear. They have lost all reality. When a nation is this hypnotized, with hatred whipped up by Jeff Zucker, around the clock lies and hatred, around the clock lies and hatred, and around the world hatred from Jeff Zucker. The only image many countries have of our nation is what they see on Zucker's CNN, a one-man band of hatred and propaganda against America. And I can stop right there. They're trying to make this nation no better than the governments of Zimbabwe or Haiti or Cambodia or Bosnia, or name the third world banana republic of your choice. If the president can be vilified and lied about like this and then impeached on false pretenses, what can happen to you? It means we've lost our legal system. It means the nation of laws that we once had is completely blown up. And so we come back to the question that I raised earlier. And I'll go back to the crime they say that Trump committed. I tweeted this last night or this morning. I said, a president tells a nation requesting foreign aid to investigate a crime committed by a U.S. politician's son. That's a crime to investigate a crime, I write? 
And so you get the phonies on Twitter who think that they're good liberals, who write things. You're not going to believe this. Here's a Susan Vance-Huxley who says, Trump told them to manufacture dirt on his political opponent for personal gain in exchange for military aid. It's called extortion and it's illegal. That is complete fake. There's no evidence he ever said manufacture dirt for personal uh, exchange. That's put out by Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, Nancy, Nancy Gulag Pelosi, is the one committing extortion on Donald Trump. She is the one extorting Donald Trump with her lies. And so I say to the Susan Vance Huxley on Twitter, you are manufacturing a lie against the duly elected president. You should be arrested immediately and tried for sedition. Susan Vance Huxley says, LOL. She thinks that she won. Her words will stay on Twitter forever, just like Zaid's words have stayed forever. I'm warning all of you out there, be very careful what you are tweeting now, thinking that you have impunity to say things that are fake against me, against the president, against others. I am telling you right now, the day of reckoning will come. The day of reckoning will come. There will be a, a sweeping change in this nation that will scare all of you to your core. You'll never see it coming, but it will come nevertheless because the mass hysteria has to be stopped. The insanity that we are now seeing coming down from Pelosi through the Trump witch hunt with the fake CIA lawyer, with the fake whistleblowers, with the people who are belie believing the big lie over and over again, just like uh, Goebbels said, Hitler's propaganda minister said, if you tell a big lie often enough, it will become the truth. So Pelosi puts out the big lie. Schiff puts out the big lie. And uh, the big lie is that Trump said to Ukraine, manufacture dirt on uh, the Bidens. He never did that. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. We've all read the transcript. He just said, look into what's going on in your country. Look into it. We read the transcript. We all heard it. But now they're changing it into something that it wasn't. They're making it an extortion for the military aid. There have to be consequences for this behavior. And ladies and gentlemen of the Savage Jury, I argue that the only correct consequence is the arrest and trial of those in the media government conspiracy to overturn an election. I rest my case. Michael Savage, a host like no other. These are not happy times in the Savage Nation. When you see two CIA operatives who go to law school and come out and conspire to commit a coup, to overturn the election in cahoots with the fattened cockroach Pelosi and, uh, and Schiff and all of the others. When you see this going on and then they get caught, we're trying to get the person on this show who actually uncovered uh, the lawyer's tweets that he's involved in a coup. We will get the person on this show tomorrow probably or the day after tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, whatever. I want to again remind you that there is a crime called seditious conspiracy. I want to remind you that President Lincoln held up on a pedestal by good liberals when he was actually a dictator. Lincoln was a violent dictator. He uh, seized telegraph lines. He prohibited the printing of war news about military movements without approval. All uh, telegraphs, U.S. mail, and journalistic dispatches were censored by his uh, office. Abraham Lincoln shut down, listen to this fat Zucker, Zucker of CNN, listen to this. If you think you can't be touched, you pig you. Lincoln shut down the Chicago Times because it excessively criticized the Lincoln administration. Listen, fat Zucker, and listen all of you fake newsmakers out there. Editors were arrested by Lincoln. Papers were closed by Lincoln. Correspondents were banned from the fields of battle by Lincoln. There's much more. Much more that was done by your hero, Lincoln. And now we wake up and we find out that there's an active coup going on in this country. The guy gets caught, the CIA operative who goes to law school, who was handpicked by Adam Shifter, Shifter, Shiftless. Adam Shiftless, the man without a country, picks a lawyer who was a CIA agent who gets caught in a tweet from 2017 where he says a coup is ongoing. So now he doubles down this lawyer. And he says, yes, I, I did do that. Yes, I did that. 
I certainly did that. I certainly wrote that about a coup because what I tweeted represented the sentiments of millions of people. That's a joke, isn't it? A lawyer says the committing of a crime of that nature is, is, is the sentiments of millions of people and that justifies the crime. I would remind you, the American people, I don't know which side you're on, if you can even follow any of this, but millions of people would like to cheat on their taxes. They'd like to rob, rape, steal, run red lights from the high to the low. They'd like to do it, but most people don't do it. But if they do it, if they run that red light or they rob or they rape or they cheat on their taxes and they get caught, they are prosecuted to the full extent of the law. So I don't care whether it's the sentiments of millions of people who want the law broken, Zaid. You broke the law by involving yourself in a criminal conspiracy to overturn an election. And there is a punishment for such a crime. And only the president has the power to enact that punishment. July of 2017, the same lawyer said, I predict CNN will play a role. You hear this? Now, you know, in 1998, Michael Savage, a guy you may know, gave a speech before the Commonwealth Club the one time I was allowed in there where I said, beware the government media complex. Here is a Democrat operative, Zaid, saying in a tweet in July of 2017, I predict CNN will play a key role. We will get rid of him. We will get rid of him. We will get rid of him. Beware the government media complex, I wrote in 1998. I don't need an award. I don't need a prize. I need justice. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. These same people will take your gun away from you. They will seize your First Amendment and say millions of people share the same sentiment. We want your guns gone and we want your mouth zipped shut. What are you going to do then? Say that I didn't warn you? I see what's coming. And they're going to go after your mouth and your gun. Unless they are put away right now. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Whistleblower attorney doubles down and says, yes, I was referring to a coup against President Trump. And then he justifies this by saying, I'm just repeating the sentiments of millions of people. Well, that's fine, but when you're involved in a conspiracy to overturn an election, that's not fine. That's called a criminal conspiracy. It's called seditious conspiracy, by the way. There's a law against that, Mr. Zaid. You're a great lawyer and a former CIA agent. I always distrust people who are in the intelligence community who go into the law. Now, I want to say something right now that's disturbing me very deeply. The CIA was vilified for years by the media. Remember during the Vietnam era, they were accused of bringing in drugs and coffins, everything you can imagine. The CIA was public enemy number one by the vermin in the media. Now, all of a sudden, Jake Tapper is in love with the CIA. Why is that? Now, all of a sudden, we wake up and two CIA agents who go to law school are leading the coup against President Trump. Now, there's probably a very divided CIA right now. The Obama holdovers versus the Patriots. There's no other way to put it. I am going to make an appeal to the Patriots in the CIA who listen to this show or may listen to the show or may get a copy of the show on the podcast after the show. I know you're very busy. Anyone else in the intelligence community who's listening to this program who gets any tingling on the tin can line, you get any tinglings that they're coming after me for this show? Did you hear what I just said? You think that I have power? I have no power. I'm only a talk show host. All I do is read the literature as I used to read the scientific literature, and draw my own conclusions. I don't go for a daily debriefing by a boss. Nobody tells me what to talk about, as you can tell, because yesterday I talked about uh, mean moms. Today I had to talk about this because, to me now, this is the, the war was declared. We found out the war was actually going on just as we feared, and we now know who some of the players are. Jake Tapper is one of them. But Jake Tapper's nothing. He's a small fry who works for the cockroach who runs CNN. The bug, the chief bug, the one that all the girls hated in high school and college, the one who could never get dates, the man who then got even with the world by running CNN, who hates Donald Trump, not even for Donald Trump's policies, but because he's jealous of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is taller, looks better, better suits, nicer wife, 
has his own airplane, had one for years, built buildings while Jake Tapper and the others were doing nothing but disseminating propaganda, and they're poisoning the world's view of the United States of America. That's the part that bothers me. But let's go back to Mark Zaid, the, S, the lawyer. Hashtag, coup has started. First of many steps. Hashtag rebellion. Hashtag impeachment will follow ultimately. Hashtag lawyers, Twitter.com, Jake Tapper. So he's in conspiracy with Jake Tapper. That's the government media complex I am warning you about, have been warning you about since 1998. Okay? So they catch Zaid, and he then goes out today, and they catch stuff he said on a podcast. Listen to clip six. But before you do, listen to the hollowness of his voice. Listen to what a shallow, hollow man he sounds in this piece in six. Listen. It, resistance to Trump is not a resistance to a, a partisan idea. And uh, that's yeah, what stretch it I out. find stop. fascinating you know, that I know, people I know, don't I know, seem I, to. I stop. I know voice recognition. This is like catching a child who's cheating. And they start lying. And you can hear them stretching out. Or, uh, res- resistance. Right away, the word resistance. And you can hear them stretching it. But l- let's listen again. I'm an expert on voice recognition. Listen to this. It, resistance to Trump is not a resistance to a, a partisan idea. And that's what I find fascinating that people don't seem to, to understand out in the heartland. That they, they're so narrow. People are just uh-huh. too narrow minded to think that, well, if you say something negative, negative against the president, regardless of who the president is, that must right, mean you're right. on the other side politically uh-huh. or ideologically uh-huh, no uh-huh. no it doesn't not not no, at all no. see no, now he's generalizing covering up that he's not partisan and that we're stupid we're narrow-minded we're not on the in crowd we're not on the in crowd we're narrow-minded we're the bigots not them not the conspirators of this coup no jake tapper's not the narrow-minded piece of crap that we all know he is mark zaid a comic book collector in his youth thinks he's a superhero in a comic book of his own psychotic mind, in his own psychotic making. Mm, narrow-minded, am I? And you're part of the resistance? You're a big hero? You're part of the underground? No, you're not. You've been outed as what you are. You're part of the establishment trying to overturn an election. But there's more. Listen to numbers seven of the self-righteousness of this comic book character, the lawyer for the fake whistler. Listen, oh, seven. So at least as a lawyer, I can, I do do something about it. I, I oh, hold the administration man. to task. Uh, oh, wow. I am not a Trump fan. I mean, I could. Oh wow! You know, I go out of my way on Twitter to say, you know, hashtag resistance. It's yeah. not a resistance against the GOP or Republican. Oh, no. I don't think he is a Republican, quite frankly. Oh, you don't think you're God Almighty because you went to law school? Okay. Now let's go to the next one, and you'll hear the self-righteous conspirator in 08. The bottom line is I'm here to hold this president accountable, whether it's through whistleblowers, through FOIA, whatever it might be, and I will continue to do that in every day that he is in office. You're such a noble man. Maybe there could be a statue erected to you at Guantanamo when you're interred in Guantanamo with the enemies of the American people. Now, you say, okay, you're getting hyperbolic now. It's never going to happen. It can't happen here. Well, I ask you again. Should the whistleblowers, lawyers, and Jeff Zucker and Jake Tapper and all those involved in this coup against the sitting president be arrested and tried for sedition? No one's calling this. Now, the reason no one is calling today, and I know you're out there, believe me. Yesterday, we could never keep up with the calls when I did Mean Moms because you had something to say that was personal You could chime in on it. But when I'm on a roll like this and I have so much information to give you and you hear me so fired up, you actually don't even want to speak. You want to hear me speak and you want me to give you more information. I want to know how you feel about this today. That's what I want to know. Jesse in California, line three. Go ahead, please. You're on the Savage Nation. Dr. Savage, thank you for what you do. Go on, please. I'm a professor at a university in California. Yes. What's happening right now with Trump is a reflection of a larger cultural thing that's going on. When you say government media complex, you should include the university system now. Our universities are centers for the indoctrination. Not of, they're not for education. They're for the indoctrination of moral depravity. 
I agree a thousand percent. I mean, how many years have I said that uh, they go to university to learn how to sleep with their sorority sister if they're a girl, have sex with their sorority brother, a fraternity brother if they're a boy? They learn that marijuana is good for them. Heroin should be tried. Uh, they learn that America is an evil nation. They learn that this is the worst nation on the planet. And who is teaching all of this garbage? And it's not about education. It's about the indoctrination of LBG. I understand. I understand there's been a socialist upheaval on college campuses, and it started during the long march of the 1960s, and I'm using the phrase the long march because that is the phrase that was used by Mao Zedong on his long march through China when he turned it into a bloodbath. And so it started first in the universities, and I know it now spread into the media, and now it's spread into the government, and now we the people are the only stone wall that they're trying to roll over with their tanks of lies. We are the stone wall that they want to roll over. You know that? Absolutely. We are the stone wall that these vermin, socialists, communists, whatever you want to call them, we are the stone wall they have to come through. God damn it, what the hell is it going to take for this damn country to wake up? You have a naked piece of evidence that everything I have been saying and others have been saying for years is true. What the hell is it going to take for you to God damn it to wake up? You're going to let these little people, these little academics, scare you because they have big goddamn mouths from Brooklyn? Why don't you get a bigger mouth? And when they open their big mouth on you, whether it's in a restaurant, open a bigger mouth on them. We're living through a revolution. These are revolutionary times. I wrote Stop the Coming Civil War in 2013. I wrote Stop Mass Hysteria a year ago. Did I stop anything? No. But I knew it was going on. And we have to stop them. The enemy is at the gates. The enemy will crush you under the treads of their machine if you don't stand up to them. This is a time for all men to do something. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean if you're an ordinary person out there? What can you do? For one, don't shut your mouth. Open your mouth. They shout at you, shout louder. They threaten you, threaten them louder. They scare you, scare them more. They go low on you, you go lower. Or you're going to have nothing. I warn you, I can see the arc of this and I know where, it, I know where this went in other countries. I have in my hands a book on the French Revolution, one book. I've studied the Russian Revolution in many books. I've studied the Nazi Revolution. I know how these things go. The other side right now is the aggressor. They're using every tactic known to every revolutionary through the history of human revolutions. They're using every tactic known to mankind, but now they are more powerful than ever because they own the media. I'm one of the few voices, not the only one by any means, but one of the few. When you see that CNN is the only outlet at airports around the world and that this pig, this low-life sweating loser who girls must have rejected to turn him into such a monster, this pig, Jeff Zucker, who's had an animus towards Donald Trump going all the way back to NBC days because Trump was better looking and had better girlfriends. Sometimes it's very personal. When you see this slob, this loser, this pig with so much power, you say, all right, well, he earned it. Well, yes, he did earn it. But when CNN is the only outlet at every airport around the world and he disseminates lies about America, then it's a different story. When he disseminates lies about you and I, then it's a different story. When he poisons the American police, the image of the American troops, when he poisons the American flag, then it's a different story. Well, what can be done about it? A president can't step in stop a media outlet can he oh he can't yes he can and the president is there in abraham lincoln you can find it in two of my books you can find it in most recently stop the coming civil war we have precedent for a president to step in and arrest people who are doing these things i don't care whether it's polite i could care less what uh big sulzberger does i could care less what they scream from the towers of nbc i don't give a damn Among the things Lincoln found it necessary to do early in the Civil War was to have the telegraph wires rerouted through the office of his Secretary of War, Edwin M. Stanton. 
That's just a mild little thing of what he did. He did many other things. Lincoln had secret police. And during the Civil War, this liberal icon Abraham Lincoln had his covert squad of secret police arrest reporters and editors who were not faithful to Lincoln's message. My reference is on page 170 of Stop the Coming Civil War, and it refers to reference number 31. The president has the power to act. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being histrionic. I'm being cold, real. Because if he doesn't stop them now, they're going to take us all down. They will steal the nation out from under our feet. You think they're just taking down Trump? They're taking us down. They're taking down everything that we wanted. They're taking down every attempt to close the borders, every attempt to keep Muslims out from countries that breed terrorists at a higher rate than any other nation on earth. Do I have to spell it out for you? You're telling me that Ireland produces the same number of terrorists as, uh, let us say, a nation in the Middle East, shall I give you a name, called Iran? Are you people that stupid that you think all nations are equal? Are you people that dumb that you actually think that all religions are the same and all religions teach the same things? Are you people that brainwashed to believe such rubbish? You know nothing if you think that. But it doesn't matter what I say right now. All that matters is that they've declared war upon us, the voter. They're calling us narrow-minded and stupid. They've been outed. They've been found out. They've been exposed. And I want the president to act, and he must act soon. Sooner rather than later. Home of borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. I'm coming off the plane, and they hand me, look at this character. Okay, they just hand me this story. Coup has started, whistleblower's attorney said, in 2017. You know when that was? That was a long time ago. It's all a hoax. They say January 2017, a coup has started, and the impeachment will follow, ultimately. It's all a, it's all a hoax. It's a scam. And you know who helps them? These people right back here, the media. Now, if you want to read this entire chain of the outing of the uh, lawyer, the CIA lawyer, Zaid. I linked it up on michaelsavage.com. It's in the middle of the page. It actually should be on top. You see the guy with the glasses looks like an ordinary nice guy, but of course the link doesn't connect. Apparently my, my uh, webmaster didn't. She'll fix it, I hope. Nevertheless, it's there. It's there. And you will see that he admits that he was in a conspiracy with CNN to bring down a duly elected president. There is nothing more that I can do for you today than I've already done. I am asking the president to do what Lincoln did and start laying the groundwork publicly first, at first, publicly for a week or two, by talking about Lincoln, by talking about if, if they keep it up, there are extraordinary acts that will follow, get the American people ready for what he's going to do, and then move in quickly. Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. And when he stings, I want him to arrest all of these people involved in the seditious coup. And I want him to turn CNN off. I want it off around the world. That is the only thing that will work. It's the only thing that the left will understand, which is power. They understand nothing else. They understand only one thing, Mr. Trump, not words, but power. You have the power to invoke Lincoln and arrest those involved in this conspiracy to bring you down. God bless America. The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>